2: This is a crowd podcast. Gary and Phil Neville, defenders and the most famous footballing brothers this side of Shola and Sammy Amiobi, played for United, plus Everton in Phil's case, almost a 1,000 appearances for United and 144 England caps between them, have won basically everything, plus authors, but let's see what the book club thought of their joint book for club and country in today's football buckler the way he just starts by being like I checked up on my barn today as if you're supposed to be like oh yeah cool sure
1: (laughs) you have a barn both
3: two brothers have got a big giant horn for Mr. David
1: Beckham (laughs) Gary was about to be subbed on and he said to Alex Ferguson I'm just going to the toilet
2: Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each week we read another footballer's autobiography. Less E.L. James, more Daniel James. I'm James Burke, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics such as Darren Anderson's Take Note and Robert Earnshaw's Ernie, My Life at Cardiff City. (laughs) But today today we're reading Gary... It might be a good book, let's not laugh. Uh, But today... (laughs) We don't want to get the Cardiff City fans on our back. But today we're reading Gary and Phil Neville's joint effort... The nineteen ninety eight diary for Club and Country and reading it with me are Jack Bernhardt. Hi. Natasha Daniels.
3: Hello.
1: And James Belgian. Hello. I'm really conscious of my voice.
0: hello hello <laughs> uh, well we've been told we should sing more on the podcast literally yeah no we have yeah we have been told we should sing more no
2: not by the production team not by ml it's just by someone that's true the, yeah, yeah by by our fans
0: <laughs> our fans have insisted we should sing more constantly
2: guys did anyone know the Neville's published a diary did anyone know this book <laughs> existed does anyone know this book is real
3: <laughs> uh there's scant Kind of evidence for it on the internet. Yeah, actually. I googled it extensively, and it doesn't exist in many places.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where I heard about it the first time, but the second I knew it existed, I knew we had to have it on this show. I knew it was a, a classic because we haven't—we've done one diary. We did Marcus Hanneman's, uh hmm. but before is Premier League Diary, and we all enjoyed that. But we have never ever read a book by two footballers before. I mean, you're excited, guys, right? To talk about it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
3: Yeah, tonight I mean, is the night when two become one, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That is more relevant than you yeah. can possibly know.
2: Very, get ready for plenty of Spice Girls action, I think, in this episode. So stay tuned for insights into the life of professional sportsmen like this. With 15 games left, we can only really afford to lose two more, and we've still got to play Blackburn, Villa, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal and Leeds. The losses against Coventry and Southampton could come back to haunt us. Gigsy and Butty were both sick on the flight home a bad night all round <laughs> now this is gonna be a proper football book <laughs> okay over the show we're gonna be going to more depth about the book we'll be doing a dramatic reading a quiz at the end and our friend Ken is back with another song but first how are we all doing we all got a glass of wine for today's book yeah oh yeah oh yeah we've been told to get rowdy <laughs> I mean you know we're reading the nevels uh, nothing nothing says party hard like uh reading book <laughs> well, like
0: like dj phil neville none like la- um, yeah, no, of course uh, that's a course throwback DJ that's phil a neville.
2: throwback reference to i can't remember what book that was in what book i was think
0: that
1: was, that was Louis Saha.
2: yeah it was yeah he loves D-
0: saying that it was dj dj phil neville
2: well anyone else uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do you remember that i delete these books from my memory immediately after the episode <laughs> all of it there we go that's another useless bit of my brain that i can delete good moving on i need to make room for the um, next book so i've only got space to want for one book at a time.
0: i'm pretty sure in like other meetings with people i've referenced like gary monk's autobiography <laughs> uh like as a literary work where i was like well that's actually quite interesting because i heard yeah. in the uh in a work by gary monk that uh
2: that like uh, you cited the swansea- it an essay yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
0: swansea cardiff rivalry is quite intense <laughs>
2: Uh, talking to people we mentioned earlier, Sammy and Sheila Amiobi. have we thought about them in a little while? Here's a... G- I, was, I was Googling... <laughs> I, I won't lie. I was Googling famous footballing families. And uh-huh. uh, do you want to hear a fact that blew my mind, which I haven't had time to check is true, but I saw it on Wikipedia and cited oh. one other place. I don't like this. uh, Where was the other place? Uh, Google. I just Googled. It was like like two. uh, There was enough search things on there, which I thought, yeah, let's check out. Okay, fine. Here we go. Here's my mind-blowing fact. Apparently, Mark Viduka is cousins with Luka Modric. What?
1: No. (laughs) I told
2: you it was going to blow your minds. Apparently. That is pretty cool. (laughs) Well, I knew that Viduka was like part Croatian. But, uh, um, yeah. because quite a lot of Aussie players what? for some reason. There's a
0: big Aussie uh, Croat link, isn't there? Uh, historically. Like, okay. Oh. As, as you know, like, um, Tomic in the Taz player.
2: There's lots of
0: yes. people. Yes, yeah, th- th- there are. That's that yeah.
2: true. Yeah. That are is. they
3: like first cousins or. Are they kissing cousins? <laughs> <laughs> or...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can those guys get married?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> they would make a lovely couple in fact, They would make a lovely couple.
2: That'd be very nice. But anyway, to the footballing family of the day. And do you want to hear what Amazon's saying of the book? Now, I must
3: confess, I accidentally read this review and it is absolutely incredible.
2: As well. Yeah, th- I'm, thank you for doing the research, uh, <laughs> Tash, around this. But did you also know, so the book, as Tash has mentioned, has one review on Amazon <laughs> And also what? that gives it that gives it one star out of five, <laughs> which is by far the lowest amount. There
0: are more there are more
2: authors than reviewers of this book. <laughs> that is a first. That is a first. So that is that is a first. But also, it's it's, a, it's I think it's a, it's a it's an overly harsh. Uh, review first it's of all it's
3: overly harsh but it made me laugh in the about 25 words that it was more than the entirety of this book. But... <laughs> yeah it is long
2: <laughs>
1: see when see when, when tush said i've read this review as well i was like how does she know which review is going to talk about and that clears that up one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> apparently. That <solves> it.
1: <laughs> the one review
2: here's the one star review from tps mcnicholas <laughs> I, I think as we go through it might be a fake name it's called chocolate brothers in disguise then 12 question marks um it, <laughs> The review reads, as such, uh, about as entertaining as their post-match interviews and as searching as their hoofs down the line on a Saturday afternoon. Gary fails to mention that he's had such an England career thanks to the awful injuries sustained by Rob Jones many years ago. And then that's that's pretty much the long <laughs> and short of it. And to be honest, I think it sounds like, and um, sorry, James, I'm going to pin this on the Liverpool fandom. I think that sounds like a
1: bitter Liverpool fan. Oh, their dad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Neville Neville. You think Neville Neville's written that? Well, yeah, if he's bitter that they've made it to that level. He's like, right that's it <laughs> anonymous reviews in-
0: right, they um- weren't supposed to reach any higher than the level Neville, the Neville level fuck sake. <laughs> ruined hey, that
2: it's very hard I think you made it better to be honest yeah so well. I think that is either an example of a bitter Liverpool fan or the anti-united public which uh, Gary and
1: Phil hate so much I mean he's actually harsher they're both harsher to Leeds in the book than they are to Liverpool they're quite respectful of Liverpool actually
2: but the fact that he brought sure. up Rob Jones made me think Liverpool
1: for sure oh yeah it's Rob Jones the or,
0: or it's Rob Jones himself
2: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, yeah yeah maybe yeah TPS McNicholas and his
0: brother Phil Jones
2: <laughs> <Ooh>. oh. <laughs> oh oh let's not make footballing families today so that's what Rob Jones thought of the book uh, but uh, guys what did you think of the book
3: I mean they're not exactly the Gallaghers are they it wasn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: Inter- they're definitely not the Gallagher's no they are. well I mean, hang on I they're like brothers and they're from Manchester yeah they're-
3: that's what I thought and then I no it's like if Adrian Mole had signed for United it was not quite what I was expecting
0: which, <laughs> but in which many ways which Gallagher I-
1: brothers would there be If they w- which way around
0: neither Ooh. there'd
2: be that third Ooh. one who
1: doesn't oh tell. no
0: <laughs> I think surely surely Liam's Gary
2: sorry just very quickly yeah Gary's and Phil is not Gary's no. ever so slightly more of a bad boy
1: than Bill. yeah I guess so
3: yeah. he forgot to capitalize two sentences. So yes,
1: he is <laughs> Liam. I'm such a Liam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Um, I actually think I. In- I. I. I I'd, I'd like to read a book with the Gallagher's, but I think I enjoyed this more in many ways. <laughs> it, is, it is not a great literary work in many ways, but in other ways, it's also maybe my favourite book we've read yet. It's. <laughs> it's just. It's just great fun. The whole book is 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 great fun. They seem like lovely young lads, especially little Phil. Just want to give oh. Phil a big old cuddle. I want to give Phil a big cuddle. He seems... Oh, he's such a sweet little boy. What did you What did you think of it, Jack and Tash? Do you enjoy the book?
3: Uh, 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 yeah, yes.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> I feel long winded, it... yes. I preferred, I, I liked it more because when it came out was kind of when I was aware of pop culture okay so everything that they were talking about are kind of my first memories yeah anything happening in the world yes so it was quite nice to read back for that reason i didn't enjoy it because of their storytelling
2: But I know what you mean by that, and I actually feel exactly that because this was about the time I got into football. So I was what six, seven? I think I've been to a few Spurs matches, but it's when I knew about. It's when I World Cup ninety eight was the year I properly got into watching England. I remember that's my first (laughs) tournament I really, really remember. So just reading about the build up towards that, I know this isn't the the famous. neville brothers year it's not the treble winning year of 98 99 it's the year before that but still it's like a little introduction to all to all the gang uh you know darren Amston yeah. pops up teddy Sheringham, andy cole all these people and it was it was i i, I really enjoyed it for that reason yeah
0: in, in that sense i mean it's barely a book i would argue yeah <laughs>
2: i agree as, as much as it is just
0: some sentences like that have been like cobbled together <laughs>
2: I, I wrote in da- like paper yeah I wrote down in my notes um, the way it goes flicks between Gary and Phil talking it's a bit like Plato's Republic but I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> I don't think anyone will ever uh, make that comparison again I was
3: gonna say more like Gone Girl have you ah, read okay. Gone Girl? Oh, that's interesting. But okay, because Gone Girl is a chapter by the guy and then a chapter by the woman. Ah. And I was kind of thinking when I when he started talking about his cricket career, is this gonna go really wayward and like there's gonna be some cricket assassin that's coming after them both. But sadly, that
2: did not. Where did you get up?
0: <laughs> ah, oh, you know, I I'm often reading these books thinking, when's the
2: cricket assassin going to turn up? <laughs> if Where's you've read the Gong cricket Girl, assassin? I, I didn't realize quite how good at cricket Phil never was growing up. Yeah, he's really he's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like England schoolboys captain, or something like that. Wasn't In it? many ways,
0: he was nearly too good. The cricket assassin <laughs> came out and killed him. <laughs> of course, that makes sense. There's,
3: there's quite negative um, feelings towards him about his cricket career, though, because he turned gra- turned down 50 grand a year to become a footballer, and they said that he was just a money grabber, which, to be honest, I think is quite fair. I would do the same, wouldn't you?
2: Oh, you, oh, you think he, so. it's fair that he did it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. What yeah. was the way 20? he was like... I don't know anything I, about I, cricket. I can't, I'm not reading a cricket <laughs> book. Yeah. I want to read about Nicky Butt being sick on a plane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, every book we read, I want to read about Nicky Butt being <laughs> <sick> <laughs> <on the plane.
1: laughs>
0: I mean, Phil in particular has a way of speaking that is basically reminiscent of someone struggling, like someone who hasn't revised for their um, GCSE French oral, (laughs) like very simple sentences, (laughs) very like, like just sort of like, like little snippets of words. There's a bit where he's, um, where he's talking about Oh God. Where he's talking about So, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson asks um uh if he's ready to play. Uh, and Oligon of reply is, I'm very, 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 very fresh <laughs> Which
3: <does he laughs> definitely Trey Trey, Trey Trey, Trey Just we tray, Trey, Trey Trey, Trey Trey, Trey
0: <laughs> Frey <laughs> Like he just, he just has a way of speaking that is just so simple and like, like bitty. I just, I, I by the end of it, you're kind of hypnotized. You're like, yeah, I keep telling me about your, your girlfriend. Oh, like the
2: girlfriend. That is the, that is the ultimate French oral exam kind of, uh, oh, bit. He goes it's so good. There's a bit literally the second page where, um, yeah. Phil is just describing their family life. Our dad, Neville, our sister, Tracy. And then he goes, Tracy's an England netball international. Gary and I both have steady girlfriends. My girlfriend's name is Julie Killalay, who is a company secretary at a large construction firm. Gary goes out with Hannah Thornley, who's the sister of Ben Thornley, another player who came out through the United Youth team. She's a student at Salford University.
3: And she <laughs> has blue eyes. Yeah. It's, exactly. it.
0: it's like and a French or really like the cinema.
1: Or like he's right into like a pen pal or his granddad who lives abroad or yeah, something. Like, yeah. It's very like here's an update on our lives. She
2: but that is that I guess it that is Authentic to the diary, and that's what. I uh, mean. <laughs> do we do we enjoy that format in general? The fact that it kind of so it starts off in uh, May nineteen ninety seven. I think it starts off with uh, yeah, and then it kind of uh, takes us through day by day. And we, like I said, we meant we read uh, Marcus Hanneman's book, and Marcus Hanneman's book was very loosely a diary. But this one, mm. it really did feel like a diary all mm. the way through. It, and I felt like they had sat down and actually written a lot of these things. It, it seemed like well how i imagine the was anyway
0: oh i i reckon they both had a computer and it was like mom i want to go on the computer i want to do a bit of the book gary's hogging it oh. cuz there are some there are some bits that are just like completely yeah like gary just mentioning like just completely random pointless things that are going on in their lives and then phil yeah, jumping in for no reason. Have you seen that Fraser episode where they try and write a book together? Niles yeah. and Fraser try and write a book together. Yeah. It was, that's how I visualised it in my head. They're both sitting in a hotel room going like, oh, don't use that font. Oh my God, you suck. Um, yeah, but I don't know if that's entirely true.
2: I, I thought one of my favourite things was just how things, how they just conflate uh, do different stories within a, a, a paragraph. It just goes straight to something totally unrelated. Like, Thursday 7th of August, Gary... I read in the papers that Gianluca Vialli has given up smoking. A few players in English football smoke, but tend to keep it quiet. On the continent, they're much more open. I was relieved at the news that Grobbalar, Fashion, and Sagers were acquitted of match fixing. I don't see how a footballer can throw a What?
0: <laughs> it has the vibe of, like, a stand-up comic who hasn't prepared for a show. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what's in the news today? Love, love, oh, boy, love, 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 I laugh. see. Next
2: subject. <laughs> I, see, uh, I see the England cricket team's not doing so well, am I right? Ooh. Yeah, that was a particularly um, lazy day for them, I think. Like, nothing yeah. much had happened. <laughs> the conflating stories reminds me of, um, does anyone remember the really famous Britney Spears tweet? Which was something like, um yeah. <laughs> I, I love Lady Gaga, I think she's such an inspirational artist. Does anyone think global warming might be a good thing? <laughs> something I think that's a, that's what that's what the title It reminds me of um just, just the, the, the quick fire combination of those two. Free Britney Sorry, yeah, yeah of course. Obviously Free Britney <laughs> Tash, every episode you're going to say that. (laughs) Yeah, with good reason. Until she's free. (laughs) Yep, fair enough. I can see we're going to have...
3: We're we're in the 90s here. We need to mention Britney. That is very
2: true. We are back in 1997. Very much in the 90s.
3: I think the kind of time capsule element of the 90s was what really inspired me. Well, to be honest, I say inspired. It's what managed to keep me going to the end. (laughs) Because I wanted to see what happened in 1998. That's
2: all. <laughs> it is very much of the time.
3: Yeah. This whole but plot. I enjoyed that. I think that's where the diary format comes into its own. Because on the other books that we've read, you know, we don't hear about when they went to the cinema to go and watch a movie. No, you know? To go
0: Whereas watch movie. I yeah. know
3: that on July the 7th, they went to see the Spice Girls movie,
2: and that is very <laughs> pertinent information to me. And but I do- he did, he, I think uh, Phil Neville describes it he was as bored, yeah. He boring. was like, yeah. oh, I was, was bored, bored, but, they, but the they, kids loved it, so I think you can't criticize the Spice Girls. Or do, you, do you remember they- who, right, who he said was
3: actually in the cinema? Yeah. Because can, can you just mentally imagine this? He says that he's in the cinema watching the Spice World film, and at the same time, is the boss Peter, Teddy, Geordie. Ollie and Ryan Alex Ferguson was yeah Alex Ferguson was, yes, that's a they bit, all that's <laughs> a bit <laughs> that stood out to me. wait go go
2: through that again Alex Ferguson the Peter boss, Schmeichel Peter
3: Schmeichel the son, Teddy
2: Jordi Cruyff the son of Johann Cruyff yeah. <laughs> he should be kept away from that Ryan Giggs Ryan Giggs yeah Teddy Sheringham
0: yeah Oh, and and, and Backel, all- obviously. yeah
3: <laughs> No, Beckham wasn't there Beckham wasn't there Why wasn't <laughs> no. Beckham
2: there He, he probably at oh, the premiere Wasn't he yeah, yeah I've seen it Lads, I can sort <laughs> what, you out Some do, tickets for the cinema tonight Oh yeah, what are we going to see It's not going to be Spice Girls go- spice go- <laughs> No, 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 no No, no, no. Uh, yeah. something else yeah.
3: yeah It'll be Titanic uh. Can you imagine walking into Like Salford Odeon And they're all sat there <laughs> yeah. and never- oh, Amazing Absolutely I just can't
0: imagine A team meeting Where Sir Alex Ferguson Is <laughs> watching Spice World <laughs> Yeah and I just also For some reason The image of Peter Schmeichel Sitting ashen faced (laughs) Watching Spice World Has
1: really tickled me It's it's Ferguson That that throws me The the thought of Alex Ferguson Sitting watching that film Is just like Ridiculous It
2: reminds me of When I dragged my grandma along When I was a kid To Pokemon the first movie And she was like
1: 70 odd
2: And just sitting there Like on the verge Of an epileptic fit The whole way through the film (laughs) It's so bright that (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think when you know the bit in Spice World where they try and they jump over the tower bridge? You- <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do you
0: think Fergie was like, they're not going to make it. They're not yeah. going to make it.
1: There's no, no way. No,
3: he was like, these special <laughs> effects are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly made out of pl- <laughs> plastic.
1: It made me think that um, you know quite quite often in this in these diary entries, it's like the boss wasn't at training today. Like, was he just at the cinema every time? Like. <laughs> <that's three laughs> He's hardly ever at training. Watching
0: what is Titanic doing? over yeah.
3: and over. Do you
0: think? Do you think he just randomly went to the cinema and like saw Ferguson, Ferguson was there, and they were like, "Oh, cool, boss, you're here as well." And he was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> it
2: is a time which, for us '90s kids, uh, I'm going to say it. Uh, it is a time which is you know, it really brings back all those memories straight away, and a lot of those things. It's not just the Spice Girls. Um, he mentioned Diana a lot. Diana, that, oh, that bit that that
1: went is di- a very uh, strange section. That, entry. So, that
0: it, whole it, section is so bizarre Because you're
2: like so pages it, on Diana dying They're training the They're playing in, And the next the thing is The initial
1: entry Is very odd Because This is, entry is, is tribute to her Well he yeah. sort oh, yeah. of It's so weird so The first weird. time he mentions it But then he immediately goes into Sort of like This debate Whether she's the best looking woman In the world Yes And, and then <laughs> And then And like sort of sandwiches <laughs> it With at the end Like it was a very numb time Like at the end He like goes back into being Sort of sincere about it But all the middle bits Like well, I think yeah, she's probably the best looking woman in the world. It's a very weird it's, it's, entry.
3: It's and Ryan Giggs is like, Yeah, she's absolutely unbelievable. It's like,
2: okay. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like it's it's kind of respectful. At one thirty this morning I woke to the terrible news that Diana had been badly injured in a car crash. Later the news came through that she died. I would never met her, but whenever anyone asked me who I thought was the best looking woman in the world I would, this is immediately obvious, I would say Diana. Bex used to laugh at me about that. He and I That is so cute of Gary That's Neville That's why he going, hasn't got like, his knight jet. yet. Yeah, yeah. It is cute that Gary's going like, no, she is. Princess Diana is. The <laughs> uh, until Giggsy turned around and like, told us that he had met her and she was absolutely unbelievable.
3: One thing that really tickled me about this whole Diana saga is the bit when like 10 days later England are playing at Wembley And they're all stood in the tunnel and he says that Candle in the Wind is playing and Ian Wright turns around to him and says, we're doing it for Diana. It's the most significant game of our life. As if Diana's gone to heaven and is watching like Moldova play in North London (laughs) or something. It's It's Moldova. (laughs) It's it's even Moldova. I
2: mean, I do think we are. It's so good. I I agree. It's a bit cheesy and it's funny reading it now, but. It look, thinking back to that moment, it was like probably one of the most defining moments of our life. Yeah, of yeah. Course. Oh,
0: sure. I think I think it's that we're living through a pandemic currently, where football is still going on and like loads <laughs> of stuff is happening <laughs> constantly. This idea that there will be like
3: they called games of uh... yeah.
0: For it seems so weird. Yeah. There's also a bit where during training, uh, Neville Phil Neville's like, um, no one's mentioned the fact that Diana's died. And you're like, yeah, but <laughs> like why? Like, what does that? Glenn Hoddle do mentions with what it. That he's currently? the only one
1: who mentions it. Glenn Hoddle's like, right, guys, you know. She's died Glenn's so got
2: uh, Eileen What's the
1: chops Chatting to yeah, her true, true. <laughs> true. <That's> Yeah true That's true
2: Anyone must have a chat With Diana She really wants you To
1: beat Moldova guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> She thinks we should Play a 3-4-3 three, three, Actually So um, <laughs> We can try some new tactics um, God um, the whole book is them talking about how they're trying to win the league and how they're trying to win the European Cup they're trying to win the World Cup with England. Yep. Like that's the main focus of the book. But uh what's great about this book in general is the way that there are these little odd subplots that keep on coming up as well. Like like they start off all their sections by saying, like, you know, we have to beat Leicester this week, we have to make sure that we keep this winning run going, we're gonna win the European Cup. We've just lost our boot sponsorship with Diodora. Uh it's just really like there are these odd little extra things, and they keep on coming up in the book. Like they sorry, they lose their, their boots sponsorship to pony which i yes. wasn't aware is yeah um and then they talk like Are pony we gonna to get Nike? Spurs, i think and then but then they sort of like do weird little like tangents into like their kit negotiations with uh first with adidas who um they're very they feel like they've been fobbed off with a press secretary and then also they're like um well we used to be with adidas and then they uh, didn't offer us a very good deal they've lost us twice now it's very kind of like <laughs> We will not be taking our business with you again sir it's it's the whole thing has a very weird kind of like
3: they say that about Nike as well, don't they? yeah, they, they sort say, of like Nike wouldn't wait for them but deodora yeah. would wait so they thought that they had more integrity so they went back to deodora which i don't believe for a second yeah if nike come in knocking are you going oh sorry deodora yes okay
2: i will not have any oh, slag yeah, yeah. i'm not having any slag enough of deodora on this podcast <laughs> deodora sponsoring us. sponsored by- <laughs> yeah we're sponsored by deodora that's why i look so good right now <laughs>
0: shit um, but it's but just like odd little things that keep on coming back like um, yeah like the continuing saga of the Spice Girls and also when they're playing for England they just get really upset at the idea of people singing Stand Up If You Hate Man U oh, um, and they this hate becomes that. like this, this they, they get so they really upset about it. this and it's really Th- funny that is, that is classic
2: bit... United kind of like how dare anyone dislike us yeah. that kind of attitude. how dare they how yeah. d- there's a
0: bit where they're that England are playing and like Beckham is on the pitch and Stand Up If You Hate Man U, comes around the um starts around the the stadium at wembley and ba- david beckham turns to them like are they singing what i think they're singing <laughs> and phil Neville has to be like look just just block it out just block-. and you can sort of like imagine david beckham going then uh, uh, all these people are standing they must hate man you oh! I like it is really weird because i suppose this is all before twitter and yeah. it's all before social media where you sort of get that real sense of like actual active hatred of other clubs yeah and i suppose that, that like like as in hatred of other clubs outside of the context of when your team plays them if that makes sense so like in in england would be the only place where you would get people saying stand up if you hate man U and man U players would be like you should be supporting us yeah um like i think that that's pretty quite interesting it's probably the last time that uh around this era is the last time that players get shocked at the idea of other clubs hating them Right,, now, yeah, yeah, they yeah, <laughs> no, like now, obviously, you're like, of course everyone hates city, you know, of course yeah. everyone hates <laughs> yeah. Liverpool, yeah,
2: that, like, that. duh i know i do like, know what you mean by that yeah
0: whereas i think that now they they were sort of quite protected from it because they you know only saw their own fans they see they saw fans when they're playing against them but saying that um, there was a
2: moment where someone booed darren anderson i was like you fucking what <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like,
2: don't you dare don't you ever ever boo darren anderson that that bit was so funny because they were like
0: they booed darren anderson they booed the man united players and then ian wright got the ball and they all cheered and i was like i know who they support Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: weirdly, they slag off their own fans. Uh, at one point, they're sort of like you know, um, they're yeah. great away from home, but sometimes yeah. they're really flat, and they should be making more noise. Fifty-five thousand people, or whatever it is, like slagging off their own fans. Yeah. It's weird that, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that
0: that's like, it's quite a big risk a- in a book that is going to be bought almost exclusively by Manchester <laughs> United yeah, yeah. and
2: people for an ironic podcast twenty-three years later. <laughs> yeah, I <assure> you, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> The the two main crowds. But I'm glad um, you bring up uh, the subplots, Jack, because there's another subplot, which I'm sure you guys were all as hooked as I was by um, the subplot of uh, Gary Neville's barn conversion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, could somebody cue the dramatic music? It's a bit of a different one this week. A little bit of a different dramatic reading. Oh, God. I don't like change. I'm sorry. This change is about to happen. Much like one Jack, you do it. To this bit of scrubland in (laughs) Berry.
0: Okay, I'll do it, but I'm not happy about it. Cue dramatic music. Thank you
2: very much, Jack. This dramatic reading uh, is called Gary Tries to Get His Barn Converted The Complete Ordeal. Uh, it all kicks off after um, talking about David Beckham's love letters he gets. So, Just naturally, pops in straight afterwards. Sunday, 17th of August. This, Gary, this afternoon, I went for my regular checkup on my barn. I bought it in May 1997, and I'm converting it. I plan to move in next summer. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, the The way he just starts, and again, this is typical
0: of this book, the way he just starts by being like, I checked up on my barn today, as if you're supposed to be like, oh yeah, cool, sure, you have a barn. Great, thanks, Gary. Thanks for the context. Thanks for the, the
2: warning." that you have a barn <laughs> oh. the ins and outs of football uh, of, of, of the Premier League footballers in this era are not as exciting as I thought they were going to be I'll be honest
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a lot of through I was sorry anyway I've had a few teething problems with the barn the lad who sold it to me was going to sell the surrounding land to the Forestry Commission but I only brought the barn on the condition that I could have that land too because they were planning public picnic areas practically on my doorstep I don't think I'm the most popular person in Bury at the moment but I'm not going to let it harm the land it's still going to be grazing land with cows and sheep on <laughs> it
0: uh, so that's uh, That's a bit I couldn't understand He doesn't want people Picnicking But he's fine with Like sheep cows Canada. and sheep Being like yeah, yeah Like outside his house Yeah He doesn't like guess, litter Okay That's fair I mean look Cows and sheep Do a different kind of litter <laughs>
2: No, no cows and sheep Are going to be singing Stand up if you hate manual. <laughs> That's true Yeah That's what he's Gary older. Gary you shit Oh those sheep Are back again Anyway it's all kind of Going well for a couple Of months Then Thursday 4th of December I finally got planning Permission for my barn Conversion today Good work Gary
0: oh, Sorry Again the The image that like
2: People have been reading This book up to this point Being like When's he going to talk About the barn again <laughs> yeah.
1: What's happening With Gary, the barn
2: okay. Great We knocked down a wall We shouldn't have So we had to go through The whole planning stage Again after a Complaint from the guy I bought the house from, who'd been involved in a long-running feud with the planning authority. It would have been a huge financial loss if I hadn't got it. Now I'm looking forward to moving in next summer. Then, literally straight after, he gives the World Cup draw for World Cup '98. <laughs> No information going into that at all. So as you can see, it's not. It's, it's been a bit of a patchy time so far. So four months later, Wednesday, 29th of April, a few weeks ago, I was given a quote for a fitted kitchen for my barn. It seemed expensive, so my dad sent someone who works at, at Berry to get to another outlet in the same company's chain. He was quoted £10,000 less for the same job, and we ordered the kitchen at the cheaper price. Today, Dad and I went over and confronted the head of the kitchen. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> I'm Neville Neville, this is my son Gary Neville, and we're here about a £10,000 kitchen. <laughs> we confronted them over the huge difference in the two quotes. He confirmed the original quote had been given was way over the top and he apologised. Later, I rang the woman who had surcharged me for having a famous face and told her I didn't appreciate being ripped off. I was angry, she'd done a lot of work for me, and I trusted her. I just want grazing land Aww. for my sheep! <laughs> You're ruining it with this, oh. tainting it with your kitchen. <laughs> uh and luckily there's one final segment about uh the barn. Oh thank goodness. It all kinda of goes okay. Today the first of hundred and fifty wagon loads. <laughs> <laughs> like the Old West turning up at his house of Old Trafford topsoil arrived at the site of my barn they're laying a new pitch at Old Trafford this summer and a couple of weeks ago I asked Keith Kent our heads groundman if he could spare any soil they started digging up the old pitch today and giving out lumps of turf as mementos to thousands of United fans so, and then that's is the last we hear of it that's the last we hear yeah. so, Aww, it's so it's so weird because it's
0: like someone's put a Grand Designs episode in the middle of this football <laughs> <automobile>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's, it's kind of a disappointing end.
1: That's the longest that's, yeah, and the least dramatic dramatic reading we've ever had.
2: Um, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> <laughs> I'm taking dramatic readings to a strange new
1: place. <laughs> One star. <laughs> One thing that seems to crop up quite a lot, which I'm sure you've noticed, is lots of things seem to happen in and around toilets. Um, and it's not just in the one book. of them. In the book or in general or in life? Well, both. Um, okay. And it's not just one of the brothers. Both of them seem to draw like memories or attach seminal moments to toilets quite a lot. It's very strange. Like Gary, I think it is on like page two, maybe two or three. Gary was about to be subbed on. And he said to Alex Ferguson, I'm just going to the toilet. And when he got back, they'd scored. So he was told to sit back down. Then literally the next entry, Phil mentions the toilet as well. It's like he's going, oh, I'm going to have to mention the toilet as well. Um, (laughs) And there's actually in this in this mention here, there's absolutely no need to mention that he was in the toilet. He just says, "Um, I went to Old Trafford this morning and bumped into Henningberg in the toilet. Why did you the last three words aren't necessary. Like <laughs> just say you bumped into him. It doesn't need to be in the toilet. Um then Phil got food poisoning in Italy. Soul withdrew from the squad and now before kick-off with a stomach upset. Gary had a stomach bug for about two weeks at one point. It just goes on and on. It's just so many mentions to stomach. Oh, yeah,
0: where he's like I spent most of the night on the toilet. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. like. The Just bit- so you guys know, I had a bit of a style Yeah. Spent most of them, and that's a whole entry. Yeah. So that is a whole section of the book. Yeah. yeah. yeah thanks, but it's Gary. He's like,
2: yeah. He is a very sickly boy, actually. There's a bit where he has yeah. hay fever towards the end. He's oh, I think I've got hay fever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I
3: counted, and at one point, there's 27 days where they talk about an injury. Wow. A 27 day straight run. There are wow. so many maladies in this. Is that, is that
2: the diarrhoea? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> In many ways I tripped over the toilet! <laughs> oh I in injured my foot! In many ways, James, as you mentioned, it's kind of like the toilet is like uh, Rick's in Casablanca. It's like where all the action happens. <laughs> <laughs> all the action happens in the toilet. Because you're right, he meets loads of like t- like trainees and stuff, just like he goes, Oh, <laughs> apparently Jonathan Greening's signing for us. I saw him in the toilet.
3: I wonder how many toilets his Barn conversion has got.
2: <laughs> he's been overquoted for his toilet, but yeah. he's fine with that one because <laughs> 'Cause
0: he was he wants a really good toilet. If you're gonna if you look, if you're gonna take Henningburg to see a toilet, it needs to be a good toilet.
1: <laughs> but then there's like later on, the when they talk about um being in the England set up with Hoddle, when he gets um the famous faith healer Eileen Drury in, and all the players seem to be going to her. He said like twenty out of the thirty went to her for different things. But they didn't go yeah. about for stomach relief, like why aren't they going to see her? <laughs> At least yeah, try that. like ideal. <laughs> yeah. I reckon Uh, eileen
0: tried and was like no i'm sorry nothing i can do here (laughs) this is beaten your stomach is too haunted
2: (laughs) what am i meant to do (laughs) well anyway on the subject of toilets i think it's time for a break so we'll see you for more neville chat after the break
0: Welcome along to a brand new podcast called 21st Century Football, a complete guide. Well, so far that is. This podcast is all about celebrating the best of the world's most beautiful game, but only if it happened in the 21st century. This series is all about championing the greatest footballers of the last 20 years. Each week we'll have a variety of
1: hosts, including YouTube star Statman Dave, Stephen tries Got that underwear range. You've got a pair on now, haven't you, Stephen? No, no. I soiled mine this morning. <laughs> and myself, Will Brazier, will also feature
0: radio legend Adam Brown. Find us on your... Your regular podcasting sites as well as our brand new youtube channel search 21st century football
1: it sound right boy ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we
0: thought we'd bring our prices down
2: Welcome back to Football Book Club on the Nevilles. Is what's it called for club? <laughs> what's the
3: plural? Yeah, Nevelses. Nevelses.
2: <laughs> um, welcome back, the
0: Nevilles podcast. Welcome back, uh, non-stop Nevilles all the time. We've got Tracy. We've got Phil. We've got Gary. We've got Neville. Neville.
2: <laughs> uh, welcome back to Football Book Club, where we're reading the Nevilles' football club and country. And I've written down in my notes romance Uh, yes would anyone like to talk about Tasha sounds like you would like to would I talk about the romance in the book oh
3: yes because there is one major romance in this book and we have already touched on it but both two brothers have got the big giant horn for Mr. David Beckham
1: (laughs) (laughs) does he get mentioned
3: they (laughs) he is in pretty much every entry during Mm. the season yes and both of them love him which i thought was quite interesting they they don't seem to have a very different relationship with him but gary oh wow he follows him around like a puppy dog there is one entry where he talks about going shopping with him do you remember this
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's so sweet. It's so
3: sweet. It's like what I used to do when I was at school and like a girl from the year above would ask if I wanted to go shopping with her on a Saturday. (laughs) And I'd like go and then I'd go to her house and she'd have all the posh juices in the fridge. It was like that. (laughs) Because they go they go into Manchester and Beckham tries to get him to buy an eight and a half grand watch and he's like no, I don't spend my money on that, but I'll come round to your house and see your new puppies. It's so weird. (laughs) He's he's got really great
0: puppies, and they're named after his favourite rappers. Uh,
3: Snoop and Puffy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Mum won't let me listen to those two, but uh, I think they're really cool. (laughs)
3: It's just so cute. It's really cute. There's this urban legend that I don't know if you've heard, but... There's always been this legend that Beckham saw Victoria on the telly and said that he was going to marry yeah. her. And I've always thought it must be absolute crap. But if this man with no imagination is saying it in his book, <laughs> then I now believe that it's And which,
2: definitely which true. of the two men with no imagination are you referring to? Gary says that. <laughs>
3: It
0: is a really weird bit where, like, uh, Gary's like, he turned to me and said, I really want her. And you're yeah. like, what the? And what
3: you can imagine Gary place. being like, shit, he's found mm, a yeah. the woman and then he likes more
0: no. than me. Oh, God, no, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, you know, I guess you ask someone else to take you watch shopping.
3: <laughs> he's off to buy a Gucci mini dress. I wonder if yeah. the first
1: time Gary met Victoria, he was like, You ever hurt my David? <laughs> <laughs> Just be nice to him.
2: Right, it's time for Out of Context Nevels. And there's some controversy here. As it turns out, James and Tash had a different, longer addition to me. Go on, what's you out of context from the segment it that's is. not good enough for Jack and I? Too good for Jack and I.
1: <laughs> if you swallowed a box of paracetamol, you'd struggle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is so cool. oh god. I want to god, read it I so really much. Want
0: to, I want to read it really It's much. my favourite oh, bit
1: of the whole book, that, right at the end. <laughs> that's
2: so Tash, is yours, is yours also something else that we weren't privy to?
3: Uh, no, I don't think so, um, but I just loved it because it is an uneventful training session, apart from the pitch being invaded by a giant pepper pepperoni.
0: <laughs> He's back. He's back, the giant pepperoni <laughs> man. Oh, because you didn't,
2: did you do? Oh, you weren't we in that episode. No. no. David, David Seaman's book. Yeah. David, yeah. David yeah. Man yeah. invades the, the France. A pepperoni Second has appeared
3: before.
0: Oh yeah, but he, but he calls him a giant pepperoni man.
2: Which, yeah. uh, ah!
1: which made us go like, wait—is there a different giant pepper, yeah. like an- another another meat-based snack? That you is, spicy we're gonna have peppery? to start. We're gonna add on. I have to add on to Peter Reed Watch and do Giant Pepperoni Man Watch. <laughs> yeah, Man. <laughs> well.
2: and uh, football book club fans, we're we're reading Giant Pepperoni Man's book next week. <laughs> 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 Meet myself and I. Yes, that's, that's really good. Thank you very much, <laughs> Chimera yeah. Damn it. I was never going to say Let it go! Uh, Jack, do you
0: have an out of context? I do. It is. I had a great childhood, but the one blip was Man United's lack of success.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it says that Gary or
0: Phil? I think that's Gary. It yeah, really that's made Gary. There's a Gary thing to oh, say. There's an, Can I do one that's Phil? That's really funny as well. I think that's fair uh, enough he's talking about when uh there's a penalty that could have been he, he could have given away a penalty against arsenal and he says maybe i should have stopped with my hand but that would have been cheating
2: <laughs> he's very moral phil that's why i want to give him a very hug. moral very and also moral. very like like let me explain the rules of football to you great guy <laughs> <laughs> my my one my one is also phil and it's not really so much it's our context but it's also i think the saddest line in history um is there any chance we can play some sad music
1: i know what you're minutes? gonna say here I think, I think you're <laughs> Because I've made a note of it and put a sad face next to it.
2: <laughs> if it's the same, I'll, 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 I'm going to watch you see the same. So, sad music, please. Phil, I'm loving it in midfield. It's good fun. I'd like to stay there and hopefully score a few more goals. People want to talk to you when you score. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, it's the same. Oh my God! No.
2: Heartbreaking! <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: Phil.
2: Phil, people want to talk to you. People won't talk oh. to you when you don't score. God. Oh my
0: gosh. Did you score today, Phil? No, I didn't. But go to your room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Neville. <laughs> and uh, that was out of context. Neville's. Oh. Something that I'd like to talk about uh, in the book is the absolute rubbish that the Neville brothers get roped into doing <laughs> as, part, as part of their duty as a footballer. Especially, especially Phil Neville. I've noticed uh, in the book. Gary gets <laughs> roped along to some, but Phil is a sucker for punishment all the way through this. Did you guys notice some of these things? Yeah. Some of them are incredible. <laughs> so page 68, uh, Phil gets uh, roped along to be a judge for the Northwest Talent Show at the Wilf- Willow Swordford <laughs> Rugby League Club, <laughs> where the other judges include the Battersby's from Caronation Street. <laughs> and then the end goes, 16-year-old, 16-year-old called Janie Metcalf 1, remember the name, Nothing. nothing I googled nothing. him I googled him too yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing oh poor Jamie
0: Metcalf oh yeah <laughs> if, he, if he's about talk to us and we'll we'll judge your talents <laughs>
2: yeah completely. I'm sure I'd love that he's already been judged by Les Battersby I'm sure he's uh, <laughs> he's, he's absolutely fine also of course we've mentioned they go to the Spice Girls movie uh On page 105, he opens a garage in Stretford. (laughs) And the most depressing of all, uh, nothing tops this for um, uh, depressing. Let me find it quickly. Page 222. Oh, no, uh, I hate this one. (laughs) This is so sad. After Gary's just played uh, Tunisia in in, in the World Cup, Phil, I opened the summer fair at Martin Edwards' daughter's primary school today. (laughs) That that is the
1: most heartbreaking bet, genuinely.
2: Oh. But then he's really
1: Self-deprecating about it He's like Probably because I'm The only man player Left in the country
2: Oh, oh
1: Phil No nope. <laughs> yep,
2: Nicky
1: Butt Yeah, True Nicky Butt there as true. well
2: Nicky Butt's if, if
3: it's true That they were Reading each other's entries Then this is particularly harsh Because Gary's On that day is I'm really looking forward To my first game In the World Cup <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I loved going to the primary school and playing coconut <laughs> shy. <shine. Yeah. laughs> My World
0: Cup was this this year. Forget France 98. <laughs> Poor oh. Phil. Oh. Poor Phil. But That's I awesome. think... Uh, and Phil, Phil playing
2: hook-a-duck. Hulk. <laughs> 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 Gary gets you out on some things he doesn't want to go to as well. He goes to... Um, see Chicago at the Delphi Theatre he says to be honest musicals aren't my cup of tea after an hour and 20 minutes the curtain came down and I thought it was the end it killed me when I found out there was another half. <laughs> oh god, god yeah.
0: Gary, Gary Neville discovering the concept of uh, intervals was my yeah, favourite bit of this the book yeah Cell
3: Block Tango is after the interval he'll be fine he will love the second half
0: yeah
2: he, yeah. Uh, he actually doesn't mention how much he liked the second half but I'm sure that was unwritten he loved it
3: he was rewriting it about his brother he had it coming <laughs>
2: Nice. That is a niche Chicago joke. You like. <laughs> um, but nothing, nothing tops uh, NAF events for, uh, I don't even know how to get into this, to be honest. Um, the evening we went to a party for Ryan Giggs's mum moving into her house too. It is one of, I don't understand why, first of all, I don't really know why they're going, why Ryan Giggs is, I get why Ryan Giggs' mum is having a housewarming party, but why are the Nevills and Beckham and everyone going to that? And for this event... Is she a MILF? Probably. (laughs) Probably. What a question <laughs> Oh she's a MILF Yeah okay Yeah, we're, yeah. We're She's a MILF Yeah
1: Well they all stuck together That lot didn't they The classic nighty yeah. 95 They did But why would they go the To
2: Giggs' d- mum's birthday In the No no birthday Housewarming In the evening We went to a party At Ryan Giggs mum's. Ryan Giggs' house It was a housewarming party For Ryan's mum Who's moving in When he moves out The party's theme Was for the boys To come dressed as girls And the girls To come dressed as boys But Gary and I Thought it was a wind up <laughs> When we arrived We were the only one In men's clothes Classic Neville's Classic <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the idea of that that is so like the uh, the idea of wearing women's clothing, it
2: must be a joke.
0: There's no way it could be true. They would both turn up in jumpers, definitely. Yeah. With, like
2: shirts underneath, drinking. Jumpers like, with the
1: words I am a man written on it. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen that picture of um, Why is it the class of 93 is it Or two 92, class 92. 92 Have you seen that picture of them When they're all in a night out And, and Beckham's there looking Like classically cool And then there's the rest of them The Nevels, uh Skulls Nicky Butt Bo- <laughs> Is that all of them I think And the rest of them Look like they go into A, a school disco Like a 12 year old It's ridiculous <laughs> They
2: they are I, I mean I, I feel bad that women, They are so sweet All the way through yeah, it, are <laughs> sweet one, one person you missed out In uh, class 92 uh, Robert Savage As they refer Robert to Robert Savage Yeah <laughs> <laughs> he laughed so
0: much. So funny. He was Robert, Robert Savage. Yeah,
2: <laughs> not Robbie at that time.
0: Robert. Yeah. Robert, have you done <laughs> your <any> homework? Needs to, <laughs> need to na- earn the name Robbie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then the end of the book. Uh, do we think it reached a satisfying conclusion? Of course, we've had the season. They had the season with United where they don't win the league. Uh, Arsenal mm. just picked the post that which must have been strange for you, Jack, seeing Arsenal win the league. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I stranger for me as a Spurs I can't really say it too much.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, probably like stranger I- when he was like, Arsenal barely concede any goals. Jack wants to win. Yeah, like, that, that, <laughs> conceptually, that was bizarre.
2: And also, <laughs> they were like, what? they've won 10 in a row. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> 10 in a row what's at going least, on you've got to look at a good Arsenal team the Spurs team was like Ramon Vega Clive yeah. Wilson it was- <laughs> it's true yeah no offence to Clive Wilson he did his best uh, anyway <laughs> it was very open against Spurs uh, but anyway um, do we think it reached satisfying inclusion because it ends with France 98 well, well it, does it does for it. you does for you. Oh, Sorry, that's, that's true. It doesn't end with that Different
0: edition time. <laughs> we should have like a little um
1: like a wub, wub,
2: wub. No, not like that <laughs>
1: To like, be honest, it should end where yours yeah, ends. Yeah, it because, should end. Like obviously we know what happens in the ninety nine season. It just it just gets to December and then goes, Okay, see ya. Like it doesn't <laughs> it's it doesn't continue to anything good really.
2: In, in terms of our edition, ending in France ninety eight, what do we think of that?
1: Well, the bi- so the build-up to the World Cup squad being announced, it, it it's actually, I mean, that is the most dramatic part of the book. It couldn't have been all dramatic yeah, I agree but I agree. I think they utilise their uh, individual diary <laughs> entries really well in this bit, and then following on from that as well, they do. Um, because up until that point, they're basically doing the same thing, preparing for the same games. Everything is kind of the same. But then the build to the World Cup squad being announced. So Phil is nervous about not being selected, um, and it's well, he finds it strange because a few days before the squad is announced, Huddle's assistant, uh, John Gorman, is it? John uh, Gorman, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know who that was, but John Gorman, yeah. He was
2: Spurs' assistant as well when he, he followed Huddle around quite a few places.
1: But John Gorman, um, John Gorman pulls Phil aside a few days before the squad's announced and saying, like, they've got nothing to worry about, you know, just enjoy the next few days. You're yeah. right, don't worry about the squad. And Phil then says he wasn't convinced by that for some reason and he had a bad feeling in his stomach, probably another stomach bug. Um, and then <laughs> and then Phil played in a friendly and had a really, really bad game. Uh, he said he couldn't move his legs. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why. That is, he that got is subbed pretty off at half pitch. time. <laughs> yeah, if somebody couldn't move and their then, legs,
2: he played 45 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then um, he got subbed off at half time, and then um, yeah, the 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 announcement was made and Phil didn't get in the squad, but actually, we find this out through Gary's entry. So, Gary gets called in and he did make the squad. But when Hoddle is telling him that he's probably going to be playing uh, right wing back some of the time, Gary immediately knows that Phil isn't in the squad because that's a position he's stronger in. And he said he zones out. It's really quite nice. Like he said, he, he doesn't, even though he's in the squad, he zones out. He doesn't take notice of the rest of the meeting because he knows his brother isn't in. And there's this is really nice bit afterwards where, um, Obviously, it's announced and Phil's not in. And they sort of have this really nice moment where they're cuddling each other and crying and then Nicky Buck comes in and he's not in the squad and they're all crying together and hugging each other. It's quite nice, actually. It
2: made me think of the X Factor auditions when they did Judges Houses. It was like <laughs> yeah. that. Everyone was like kind of getting called through individually or when they, like, they made split the
3: bands up and they're like, you can go through, but
2: you <laughs> off you yeah. Oh no, they split up the Nevilles. Yeah. So I think you're. Yeah. you're so- solo acts. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 10, what are we giving it? Jack?
0: Uh, I'm actually going to give it a seven because I think that it was fun and interesting, but I think that conceptually it's all over the place. I okay. liked a lot of it. And actually, to be honest, I, I personally did struggle quite early on because it was quite like, Oh, once it, once it sort of hit its rhythm and once I understood what it was, I was like, okay, yeah, I can get into this. Once and the gin- came in. <laughs> yeah what's, what's he like tell me about the barn i need to know more about the barn um but actually and also james is right the end is genuinely really good like it's yeah. a- and also because it's it as like like we we're saying it's my first world cup like it's it's the one i know everything about so every every score he mentioned i was like okay yeah on board i know what this is so yeah in that sense i really enjoyed it at the end but uh, there's a lot to get through
2: tash six that sounds that's a score for this book i think <laughs> you're furious in, general, you I are think, just furious in general i think we're far too kind to a lot all these books a lot of the time i was thinking back retrospectively ozil got seven and a half that wasn't a seven and i half,
3: think but, that was a guilt seven and a half yeah i so think serious we were yeah. like blinded by the big words uh, this, is this is a bit like how arsenal
0: <laughs> feel about ozil now it's like retrospectively you get to look back at his career and be like oh yeah maybe it wasn't that good yeah so it's a little bit similar
2: yeah i think so we got we all got suckered in. James Baldrin, what are you giving it?
1: I wish they'd shown a little bit more personality, but like you, I liked the uh, late 90s references. And I actually quite liked that they were sort of pals with the Liverpool players. I was expecting them to be... Yeah, on them, but they weren't. They were like, "Oh, really good lads." It's like, yeah, oh, it's that's nice. Fowler. They all you like said each you other. You couldn't
2: meet two nicer lads than Fowler and McManaman or, yeah, or something. Yeah, it's
1: nice. It's
0: um, th- they're not Spice Boys. They're lovely they're guys. guys. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I love that bit. Yeah, Stan Connolly <laughs> pops up a lot in the book. Weirdly, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go four seven. So
2: I'm torn between a three and a ten. I don't know which the two to get. <laughs> I generally, I don't know what to say. I'm a sellout either way because I, I, I think in terms of entertainment, it was probably my favourite to read. In terms of actual merits as a book, it's pretty low down to be honest. But fuck it, ten, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined the podger. I think my first ever ten uh it's it's i recommend everyone goes and buy it because this is exactly what i want the football book to be uh, no general. okay
0: actually what i recommend is that you find a friend who can read it for you and give them the best bets which is basically <laughs> what we've
2: done here yeah <laughs> also i've just realized by giving it a 10 i've given it exactly the same score as we always give books you fool! Seven, no. <laughs> it gets a three it's getting a three okay oh. so now uh 23 uh divide by four 5.75 oh wow. justice
3: for the Neville
2: I don't know what this is meaningless who cares <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Dave. that's about right it's better than one staff thanks to Rob Jones okay moving on to this week's quiz for the quiz you're named out of players I totally forgot we're at United but was reminded by this book uh, Jack you're Michael Clegg <laughs> Tash you're Ben Thornley and James you're Robert Savage
1: brilliant <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: The um, question number one, as it's in Neville's book, it has to be about David Beckham. What was David Beckham's telephone bill from calling Victoria when away in Georgia? Oh, oh. Michael Clegg. Yes.
0: Uh, so it was eight hundred each, so sixteen hundred
2: pounds. Good uh, very good, That's Very good. So much. That's just a, a, Michael a, Clegg.
0: Ludicrous amount of money. I cannot. It even annoyed begin to me that, that he
1: brought that up with Beckham. Beckham was just like, <laughs> like, give yeah. him that money back, please. Give him the money back. <laughs> That's yeah, not Gary Neville wasn't
2: happy with that. Gary, yeah, Gary just rang Phil in the other room and went, "Are you okay, yeah. Phil? Yeah. <laughs> you doing okay?" Cool. Oh, no. Uh, question number two: Why are United's youth team disqualified from the Copper Carnival 1998?
0: Oh, Michael Clegg oh yeah. michael clegg uh, they did they didn't show the referee their passports before the game inexplicable What's
2: really strange right that is, so that weird. is such a we weird can't remember that. really really odd they get kicked out the tournament yeah. for not showing their passport bloody <laughs> <They're> like, you <laughs> um what does phil neville offer his autograph in exchange for when having fish and chips with his girlfriend what
0: oh. michael clegg <laughs> yep clegg uh, again he he's talking to 20 schoolboys. Jeez, knowledge is good at this. I book. know it's weird. I'm really sorry, guys. How uh, do you do this? I I hated this book, but it's imprinted on my memory forever. <laughs> Very weird. Um, and he says to these twenty school children, uh, "You can have my autograph if you look after my car." That is it. Um, which is, and car. then he's like, what a great car alarm. He's like, yeah, but you can have a car alarm. You can have an <laughs> actual
2: car alarm. That'd be better. And, and finally, children. <laughs> yeah. Children are a great car alarm. That's always I said. Uh, question number four. Final question. What caused, I think we know who's going to win it. What caused the delay in England's bus departing after the Columbia match at France 98?
1: No idea.
0: Oh, Michael Clegg?
2: Yep. Yeah. Is it the
0: dad of David Beckham? Not getting the right things they all had to no no okay i don't know no i'll give you it
2: that's close enough michael owen's dad had a seat in a different Uh, part of the stadium and he couldn't find the coach they just sat there for two and a half hours until he (laughs) turned (laughs) what
0: that's (laughs) again so bizarre anyway uh,
2: uh well done michael clegg you've won uh this this quiz convincingly and as a treat uh you get a ken song this week you excited Ooh. for that Yeah, we haven't yeah. done it so far this week so here we go so far the series we've had give it to Rio Coker and she's the one to Michael Tong uh, <laughs> this one uh, to the tune of Danger High Voltage by Electric Six don't you want to know how he keeps jumping higher <laughs> it's his desire it's his desire don't you want to know how he keeps jumping higher it's his desire his desire danger danger Mark Bosnich <laughs> in the goal. <laughs> On the pitch. Danger, danger. Oh that's so Mark good. Mark Bosnich. In the goal and on the
0: pitch is Ken Song. Oh. <laughs> James, you have to start singing. You
2: have to start I, singing. I then. don't know. I'd love to sing but i love to sing, but <laughs> we're already who knows.
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could get Jack White to do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'd Ask love him, to you know. good We should get Cammy to do White. them.
1: He loves the song. Yeah.
0: We yeah. should
2: actually like to read Cammy's autobiography. That would
0: yeah. be about. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, because if oh Cammy did it, he'd accidentally insult um, uh, Ken Zong. That's true. Through. Yeah, he'd he would be like, like that. Ken Zong. <laughs> His yeah, songs well, are all busy. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken Zong would be sitting there going, oh, <laughs> getting sadder and sadder as each moment went by. Jack Wright Sorry.
2: reading um, Darren Anderson's autobiography would be my two heroes from my childhood colliding, which would be incredible. Anyway, next week we're reading Stephen Gerrard's My Autobiography with comedian Glenn Moore. If you've read uh, the Nevilles' autobiography or any other books we've been reading the series or you plan on reading any of them, get in touch. Get in touch about anything we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at Footy Book Club, Instagram at Football Book Club, and we're on Facebook. And make sure you're listening to the podcast 21st Century Football, also with Crowd Network. You're going to really enjoy it. They talk about all the best players of the 21st century. Um, I'm sure a few of them probably popped up in this Neville's book. I'm Mark Vaduka, Luka Modric, <laughs> Jack Shola, White, Shola and Sammy <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, make sure you listen to that. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, guys, before we head off, any last words? Two goal Neville. Whatever next. Very nice. If people talk to
3: you when you're two goal Neville.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Natasha Daniels, James Balgen, and Jack Bernhardt. It was created by James Bug, and it was a crowd production. Thanks to the Nevils for writing the book, but where are they now? Well, Gary is now a pundit on Sky, and Phil manages David Beckham's Into Miami. And yes, Gary is absolutely seething. Phil gets to spend so much time with David. Alex Ferguson enjoyed Spice World, the movie, so much. He bought a Cineworld Unlimited card and has been spotted watching She's All That, Clueless, and 10 Things I Hate About You. Henny Berg has been accidentally locked in the Old Trafford toilet all through lockdown. and finally, 25 years later, Gary's still waiting for the kitchen for his barn to turn up The theme hills behind is the work of Silent Partner is used on a Creative Commons 4.0 license We'll be back next week reading Stephen Gerrard's My Autobiography with the brilliant comedian Glenn Moore We'll see you then in the meantime, if you enjoyed the show Please pop a review in for the podcast We'd love you more than Phil Neville loves Coconut Shy Bye bye
1: Crowd Network
2: A place where you belong